Good morning, and welcome to Simply Crypto. It's Thursday, January 25th. On today's show, North Korean hackers surpass $1 billion in crypto theft in 2023, and cybercriminals steal $1.7 billion from crypto funds as attacks proliferate. Plus, Bitcoin is down 20% in the wake of a new breed of ETFs. Why prices could still set records this year? This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Crypto. We start off with a significant drop in the overall funds stolen from cryptocurrency platforms by over 50% in 2023. However, the threat of hacking remains high, with a notable increase in incidents. Particularly alarming is the rise in cyber heists attributed to North Korea-linked groups, such as the infamous Lazarus Group. These groups have employed increasingly sophisticated tactics to siphon off vast sums of crypto assets. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Crypto. Indeed, David. These North Korea-linked groups have illicitly acquired approximately $1.7 billion in 2022, marking an all-time high in the history of cryptocurrency theft. While 2023 saw a slight decline in the total stolen amount, hovering just above the $1.0 billion mark, the frequency of such breaches escalated to 20, the highest ever recorded. Can you break down the distribution of these thefts? Certainly. A detailed analysis by Chainalysis shows that North Korea-linked hackers predominantly targeted DeFi, or decentralized finance platforms, from which they stole approximately $428 million in 2023. Centralized services, exchanges, and wallet providers also fell victim, suffering losses of over $150 million, $330.9 million, $127.0 million, respectively. What methods do these North Korean hackers use to infiltrate digital wallets? The primary strategy involves the compromise of private keys or seed phrases, hitting at the very heart of digital asset security. After the breach, the stolen assets are funneled to DPRK-controlled wallet addresses, predominantly converted to USDT or Tron, and then laundered into hard currency via high-volume OTC brokers. How have these hackers adapted to international law enforcement pressure and sanctions? In response to mounting international law enforcement pressure and sanctions targeting their preferred currency mixing services, these hackers have shifted their focus to alternative mixers like the BTC service Sinbad. Despite subsequent sanctions on Sinbad, they continue to explore new, more elusive laundering techniques. Looking ahead, what can we expect for crypto security in 2024? The past two years have seen nearly billions in crypto assets fall into the hands of North Korean hackers, underscoring the critical need for continual advancements in cybersecurity. The crypto community has responded with enhanced security measures and improved tracking and recovery efforts for stolen funds. As we move into 2024, there is a cautious optimism that these efforts will mitigate the impact of the world's most formidable crypto thieves, ensuring a safer environment for digital asset holders. Thanks for that, James. In related news, cybercriminals stole $1.7 billion from cryptocurrency platforms in 2023, according to data from blockchain research firm Chainalysis. Despite the decrease from the previous year's record high, the number of individual incidents targeting these platforms grew. We welcome our correspondent from Simply Crypto, 
to delve into this. Can you tell us more about these attacks and the reasons behind the decrease in total money lost? Sure, David. The decrease in total money lost is attributed to the collapse of several popular exchanges and the overall decline in the value of cryptocurrencies. Chainalysis experts also pointed to a decrease in cyber thefts targeting decentralized finance, or DeFi, platforms, which allow customers to borrow funds, speculate on prices, and trade coins. Despite the decrease in total value stolen, the number of individual incidents grew from 219 in 2022 to 231 in 2023. Could you elaborate on the role of DeFi platforms in these cyber thefts? Certainly. DeFi protocols were a major target in 2021 and 2022, with cybercriminals stealing more than $3.1 billion in DeFi hacks in 2022. However, in 2023, hackers stole just $1.1 billion from DeFi protocols, a 63.7% drop in the total value stolen from DeFi platforms year over year. This drop is significant, but several incidents still made headlines throughout 2023, with losses ranging from $43 million to $200 million in individual cases. Why are these platforms so vulnerable to hacks? Cybersecurity experts suggest that many of these hacks occur because platforms prioritize growth over robust security systems. Most DeFi hacks have stemmed from vulnerabilities in smart contract design and implementation. Many of the affected contracts had either not undergone any audit or had been audited inadequately. However, things are improving, with many DeFi protocols increasing security measures. What role does North Korea play in the crypto hacking ecosystem? North Korea plays a significant role. In 2022, North Korean cyber espionage groups like Kim Suki and Lazarus Group stole about $1.7 billion worth of cryptocurrency. That figure fell to $1 billion in 2023, but the number of incidents attributed to the nation grew to 20, the highest ever recorded. These funds are believed to help fund their government and its nuclear weapons program. The hackers behind the attacks took great effort to obfuscate the funds, sending them to centralized exchanges and then to other platforms where they could be mixed with other funds and converted into other cryptocurrency. What does the future hold for crypto platforms in terms of security? Chainalysis suggests that a mix of lower overall DeFi activity and better security practices contributed to the decline in losses last year. However, attackers are becoming increasingly sophisticated and diverse in their exploits. As these processes improve, it is likely that funds stolen from crypto hacks will continue to decline but it's clear that robust security systems need to be a priority for these platforms. That was Simply Crypto correspondent Abby, providing us with some valuable insights. Speaking of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin has seen a nearly 20% drop in the past two weeks, coinciding with the debut of a new breed of U.S. exchange-traded funds that invest in the cryptocurrency. Despite this, some analysts predict that the digital asset could still reach an all-time high by the end of this year. We have Michael, another correspondent for Simply Crypto, to delve deeper into this. Can you shed some light on this situation, Michael? Certainly, David. The recent pullback in Bitcoin's value is partly attributed to profit-taking. Bitcoin had a stellar run in 2023, with a 150% increase, including a 13% gain in December alone, primarily due to optimism around the approval of ETFs. However, the selling pressure also comes from traders unwinding their positions in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, 
which converted from a close-ended trust to an ETF in January. Can you explain more about this conversion of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to an ETF? Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, launched in 2013, initially traded at a premium to its net asset value, but it flipped to a discount in 2021. The discount didn't disappear until the SEC approved Grayscale's application to convert the fund into an ETF. This conversion led to investors selling their shares due to double profits, the negative 40% conversion rate becoming zero, and the significant price increase of Bitcoin over the last year. What impact has the strength of the dollar had on Bitcoin's price? The recent strength of the dollar has indeed weighed on Bitcoin's price. The ICE US dollar index, which tracks the currency against a basket of six major rivals, rose 2.3% over the past month, and this has had a negative impact on Bitcoin's value. Given the recent slide, what's the outlook for Bitcoin from a technical perspective? From a technical standpoint, Bitcoin's slide below $40,000 has opened the door for a deeper correction, potentially down towards previous resistance in the 32-car area. However, if setbacks extend this far, it's believed that this should be the extent of the pullback before the market once again looks to find its legs and turn back up, potentially beyond $50 and towards a retest of the record high. And what about the longer-term outlook for Bitcoin? Are there any significant events on the horizon that could impact its price? In the longer term, Bitcoin ETFs are expected to gradually attract more capital inflows. Additionally, the so-called halving event is expected to happen in April. This is a process where block rewards given to crypto miners are cut in half after every 210,000 blocks are mined, or about every four years. Historically, Bitcoin has seen price appreciation take hold months after halvings. Are there any macroeconomic risks that could affect Bitcoin's performance? Yes, there are. Despite stocks being at their all-time highs, global macro conditions present non-negligible risks. This could lead to more sell-offs and potential buyers may choose to wait. The risk is a downward spiral continues until some really positive things happen, such as the Federal Reserve cutting rates, potentially in the third quarter, which could provide liquidity to the market. Thank you for your insights, Michael. Now, in a related development, a complaint has been filed by Montana Dakota Utilities against MISO and SPP over a market-to-market flowgate that's been chronically congested due to a new cryptocurrency mining operation in SPP. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you explain what's happening here? Certainly, David. Montana Dakota Utilities, a regional energy provider, has lodged a complaint against MSO and SPP. These are two large power grid operators in the U.S. The issue at hand is a market-to-market flow gate, essentially a point of transfer in the energy grid that's been experiencing chronic congestion. The cause of this congestion is a new cryptocurrency mining operation in the area covered by SPP. And why is this cryptocurrency mining operation causing congestion in the energy grid? Cryptocurrency mining operations are known for their high energy consumption. They require a significant amount of power to run the complex calculations necessary for mining digital currencies. This new operation in SPP's region is drawing a large amount of power, leading to congestion at the market-to-market flowgate. What kind of impact does this congestion have on the energy grid and the utilities involved? Congestion in the energy grid can lead to inefficiencies in power distribution and potentially higher costs for consumers. 
In this case, Montana Dakota Utilities, which relies on the smooth operation of the grid to deliver power to its customers, is being negatively impacted. That's why they've filed a complaint against MISO and SPP. What might be the potential outcomes or solutions to this issue? There are a few potential solutions. One could be to upgrade the infrastructure at the congested flow gate to handle the increased load. Another could be to regulate the power consumption of high-demand operations, like the cryptocurrency mining operation. It will be interesting to see how MISO, SPP, and Montana Dakota Utilities navigate this issue. Indeed, it will be. That was Simply Crypto correspondent Celeste providing insight on the complaint filed by Montana Dakota Utilities against MISO and SPP over a congested market-to-market flow gate. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Crypto. We'll see you back here tomorrow.